The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to a Tuesdays here. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We're powered by your friends at Herdat Sports. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, and you. Plenty of time to get in. And uh, it's, as Dolman kind of coined it, we were talking with him over the weekend. Find out Friday. And uh, we'll get you there. Again, watch party at the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill. Want to see you there on Friday, we're live on the road. Hail Varsity Roadie Friday at the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill, 4-6. to six. Game kicks off at 7. Real Red Reaction follows. So I know we all look forward to the weekend sooner rather than later. A short week for the football team and plenty to hear from uh, Tony White, Coach Satterfield, and a couple of the players will get you keyed in here. Ben Scott talked. Uh, Harburg spoke. And uh, what do they think about this upcoming challenge Friday, 489-1240, 489-1240. Elijah, you have a challenge tonight. Is the pot roast going to be just right, not only time of eating, but for those vaunted leftovers? No, no, that, the, the question is not the flavor and the leftovers. I have that portion. Now, this should be my my protein for the rest of the week, uh, the, the pot roast. It's a, it's a seven-pound roast, plenty of food in there. The question comes down to timing, and I, I had it all lined up perfectly. It's going to need the pot roast. It's a large one, so eight hours in the crock pot or so. Sure. I had it planned out well. Beef broth, French onion mix. Yes. Uh, you have salt and pepper, maybe yeah. some some garlic rub. Mm, just, are, wait, just wait. Are you are you going? There's Coca Cola in there as well. I've heard that's pretty yes, good. I thought you Coca-Cola were just going to say there's. Pot roast. I thought you were stopping with there's Coke in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, that'll get you right from bowling. I tell you what, <laughs> man, Elijah's really throwing hard at them pins. He's all keyed up. Yeah. So, no, but uh, it's it's potatoes, carrots, carrots, onion, onion, plus the the roast, some garlic. There's just some cloves of garlic sitting in there. And, Along with and the Coke, along with the there's beef stock <laughs> Coke, and then the uh, the French onion soup mix, as you said. So you got all that ready to go. I got it in around 11 a.m. this morning. Okay, eight hours of cook time. Should get it right by about 7:30 whenever I'm getting home and needing dinner in time for for bowling tonight, which begins at nine. And you're doing those those new potatoes, like the the pot roast potatoes, the little small ones, right? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. 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 The, the one problem being. I didn't account for the fact that it would take about an hour for everything to get hot in the crock pot. So now I'm yeah. an hour behind on cooking, and now the, some of the, the timing is getting dubious. So we're going to see the roommate should be getting home here within the next hour. They can check on it. They can. Uh, I cranked it up to high before I left, so mm-hmm. hopefully that doesn't screw me over. They might have to turn it back down to low. We'll see. Regardless, nothing says fall. There's two meals to me that say fall. Chili? Chili and pot roast. Right. The two things that just like, man, that's what a perfect fall evening needs. And Elijah's pot roast recipe is so good, it will get you arrested in 10 to 20 in federal. <laughs> so we'll, I, I had to get the, the the food question because I know it's bowling night. Oh, and the fuel is the most important part of, of bowling. It, it you, you, need, you need, you need a, a hearty lot, protein. You need a lot in your stomach to... You need a hearty soak protein to beer. soak up the beer. Yes, perfect. I know so. where you're going. <laughs> well, kind of our theme today is September truths. And good good column by Bill Conley, ESPN.com. And some of the truths he's 
deciphered so far. He is not saying Texas is back. Texas will, will know if they're back twofold. They're not far removed from the Bama win, but they get Oklahoma on Saturday. But Michigan, and, and this sticks out. And what's your mindset as a Nebraska fan? And to me, this sounds a lot like rule. It's not really who you play, but it's how you play. And, and I think that's been, obviously, with the record what it is at Nebraska 2-3 and three, going into a just critical ball game. But Nebraska's play has been really uneven. It's, it's been... It's been, I'll say, good. As we're talking September truths, I will say the defense has been good. The defense was not good on Saturday. But for the most part, through the uh, the five ball games, four of them, the defense has played well enough to win and, quite frankly, has, has carried the other side of the football. The offense, a ways to go. Uh, we'll know more about quarterback. Uh, the truth is you're very limited through September with offense. 17 points is all you've put up in Big Ten play. Uh, 10 against Minnesota and 7 against Michigan. And then you you factor in another 14 against Colorado. So your point total is disastrous. You've given up over 30 in two of the three Power 5 teams you've played, two of your conference squads. And, and right now you're staring at 0-3 as you flip the calendar to October. But we know that the, the rebuild may be long, but can it be shortened enough to get to a bowl game this year? October is super important for that. You squeeze in a bye week, but can you get in uh, and start off this month with a uh, going to be a hard-fought, tough ball game Friday night. It's going to be an ugly ball game. It's going to be... Probably a close ball game. I guess I don't see Illinois. You really know you're in trouble if, if Illinois' offense goes off on this defense. And the, the find-out Friday part of it, I mean, the, the tone, the body language, the words on Monday and Tuesday, Elijah, seem okay. The, the, this team is upset, and this team is, is taking it serious. And whether you look at it, look at it as punishment or opportunity – you were wearing some pads on Sunday, and you were cracking one another. He, he's got to get this team to, to just cut it loose, go have fun, and, and not be afraid, but also play control. That's a lot to ask, and you've got so many, so many elements of this team where individually or as a group or unit, there's been some highlights, there's been some lowlights, and then there's been a lot of inconsistency. But what you don't have, you don't have a guy on each level of a def- of the defense. You don't have a guy, maybe with the exception of Fedoni, that, that is a matchup problem. And I'm not crowning him, but he's been the most consistent guy on offense to me uh, so far uh, at tight end. He's He's been what you look to and in limited action as far as targets against Michigan. He at least made some some nice plays. He looked the part. But overall, you just don't have a bunch of guys. You've got guys that were – some were recruited at a high level. Uh, some are, are fines on the roster that have elevated through hard work and impressions on the practice field. But what you don't have 
is a dude or two on each side of the football as of right now that are are dogs. And it's not that they can't get there, but you're now into game five. You have a bunch of guys that have talent, and they've always kind of had their role. Some of them need to step forward and, and, and take charge and take over and be that difference maker. Be a Sunday guy, as Rule said. And I think you can see Friday night if that can happen because you'll need – You'll need really good quarterback play. You'll need somebody at running back to, to step forward. You'll need the offensive line because I don't know how much money Nebraska is going to make running up the middle against the two interior tackles for Illinois. So I'd expect with Witherspoon in Seattle, Nebraska may try and attack the edge running the football. And then defensively, do you get after the quarterback who Illinois' offense has been the quarterback run? Uh, Brown is off to the NFL. The run game and the offensive line is a shadow of what it was. Can a Robinson... Take it out on Illinois. Can Nash respond? Can can the middle linebackers, the that that second level, have a, a better tackling game? Secondary's been kind of in flux with some some new faces due to injury. But you need a couple. You need about four guys to to lose it in a good way on Friday night. And whenever you look at this Illinois team from a talent point of view, I don't think Illinois scares you all that much. Uh, that is being Nebraska. I don't think this is a team that, that is going to out-talent you on Friday night. They might be able to match your talent. Your talent. They've out-physicaled you in most years. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there because your, your talent hasn't necessarily been the best over the past couple years. I think there's some talented guys on roster. I don't think you have enough talent, as we saw on Saturday, to compete with the top of the Big Ten. You have enough talent to compete with Illinois, but there's three things that don't require any talent that I think Nebraska has really struggled with over the past couple weeks, really since that Colorado game. Maybe a little less against Northern Illinois, but definitely against Louisiana Tech and definitely against Michigan. That's your your attitude, that is your effort, and that is your toughness. And those are the three things that Matt Rule preaches as being the hallmarks of his football program. Do you come with a positive attitude? Do you bring effort every single day? And do you play with a physical edge that shows that you are tougher than everybody else in the field? Those are the three things that that if you don't have, you cannot play in a Matt Rule-led football program. And I don't think Nebraska has shown those over the past two weeks. I don't think some of those things have been as bad as they have been in recent years. But I think the attitude, the effort, and the toughness compared to what we saw the first two games of the season were really lacking against Louisiana Tech and Michigan. Can you get those things back? That's what something like a Sunday night practice can show the team that you need to bring that back. That's what just, I mean, having a get-right game against Illinois can show that. You know what? There's importance in having these three things and bringing these three things to the table. Those are the three things I'm really looking at from Nebraska against Illinois. If they can get those things done, I think they should be able to win the football game on Friday night because it's not the same Illinois team of last year. This Illinois team has some issues. They don't have as much talent as they had last year. I think they're going to be getting there. They're kind of in that rebuild phase to get back up to a point similar to where they were last year. But if you can beat them in attitude, effort, and toughness, you should be able to win this football game. They, they are they are like Nebraska with that crossroads moment early in the season. Uh, they, they battled back, but for the most part got dominated by a good Kansas team. Uh, they survived against a Mac squad. Then they got lit up and rolled up by their former defensive coordinator. And, and Purdue's supposed to have been a shadow of what they were a year ago in the post Brom era. Uh, another Elijah chimes in. In light of the complaints, I understand where we are as a program. The one thing that would give me a lot of hope with Rule and the future is clean football. No personal fouls, false starts, etc. And that's it. That has, listen... You need everything to go a certain way against a Michigan. 
like TCU had. TCU made some plays a year ago. TCU also got a lot of turnovers inside the red zone. Uh, that derailed Michigan, and Michigan left about 21 points on the field in a, in a shootout game. What you're seeing from from guys that have been in the program from a false start standpoint to make it third and seven instead of third and two is is unacceptable, and that that can't move forward. But it's it's been ongoing, and and I and and listen, I don't I don't get how that happens. I don't get how that happens at home, and you saw it. Screw Nebraska in the red zone against Minnesota. You saw it screw Nebraska in a drive against Colorado early in the game when it was still scoreless, and you're trying to draw first blood. And then when you did get something going, that that fourth and one drive, uh, Nebraska somehow able they were able to convert on a third and fourteen. Right? They 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 found Fedoni for the for the first down, but that would have been another three and out. Uh, in the third quarter, you're driving, you get another false start, and then you're settling for a field goal in the red zone. Elijah, how the hell do these penalties keep happening? And, and it's not like there's freshmen or redshirt freshmen out there on the line. Well, you're talking some guys with 31 career starts. Here's the thing. You just laid out three of the four total penalty, penalties for Nebraska against Michigan, though. They all came in poor moments aside there's from There's never the, a good time. There's never a good time. But, but third and two is a bad, bad, bad time. Four penalties for 30 yards, though, I think, over the course of an entire game is not bad. It looks worse whenever you compare it to zero penalties for zero yards against Michigan, but if you take away the... It's M- compound interest, baby, on third and two. If you take away <laughs> the MJ Sherman personal foul in the third quarter and the game's already out of hand, you're three penalties for 15 yards. The only problem with those three penalties is they all all three of them came in like a back-breaking third moment. Down, where yeah. you, you couldn't have them. Third down. So I don't think I necessarily look at the penalties. Sure, they can get better. They can get better. It's not first and foremost paramount to me. To me, it comes down to can you get yourself consistently to that third and three so it's not every single time. I mean, if you only have three penalties, but all of them come on like your only third down opportunities of the game, like it seems a lot manageable that your third manageable opportunities. I should say, yeah, it, it feels like it's a lot worse. It comes down to, can this team get to third and manageable more? Well, that's going to be extremely important. We'll talk about that. Jeremiah Searles going to be on the call this Friday. And uh, we'll talk with Searles, his thoughts on Michigan, his thoughts on Illinois coming up. He'll be with us to kick off Hour 2. Mitch Sherman from The Athletic going to join us here in about uh, five minutes or so, get his take and uh, thoughts on, you know, just where Nebraska's at, some of his impressions, and we'll kind of get his September truths. What are his takeaways through the first month of the season and always can join us at 489-1240, I'm, uh, you know, I'm interested to see more of Fleeks. Maybe I am smitten by someone busting off a 74-yard run against Michigan, be it their third team or the, the last guys on the travel roster. Don't care. Saw some explosiveness and some shiftiness. He reminded me of Wandale running against Illinois. From a size standpoint and just the ability to get lateral, then accelerate. Uh, I want to see more fleeks. I want to see some more option from Nebraska. And and I know Michigan shut it down. Uh, can Illinois do that? Again, I don't think they're going to make a living running up the middle. I don't say you don't try it or don't do it, but you pick your spots uh, with their interior. And the, the quarterback question. Uh, we, we, out, we just laid out the, the point total, and that's not – necessarily all on the quarterbacks there's 10 other guys on the squad but you know uh, they, they want to be from an offensive identity a running team be it quarterback or running back they want to be a physical football team that's their identity that's their mo 
on offense. But if, if they are to spread things out a little more uh, and, and let either Sims or Harburg, if, if he's still the guy, and, and I think Harburg will probably get a third, uh, a fourth straight start, let's see what he can do. Let's, let's maybe open the offense up enough with some three wide. Can he get protection? That's the question. Mitch Sherman from The Athletic. He'll be with us shortly. It's Hale Varsity with you on a Tuesday.